From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Monday, March 22nd, 2021. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. As health officials expected, Ohio topped 1 million confirmed or probable COVID-19 cases today. The Ohio Department of Health reported 1,444 new COVID-19 cases this afternoon, bringing the state's total case count to more than 1 million just over a year after the first steps were taken to combat the virus. Health officials said at least 18,300 people have died due to complications from the virus. Beginning next week, any Ohioan 16 years old or older becomes eligible to receive the vaccine. So far, nearly 2.8 million Ohioans have received at least their first dose of that coronavirus vaccine. And Governor Mike DeWine has authorized vaccine providers to offer younger Ohioans a chance at the shot. The governor this morning announced that vaccine providers who are not able to fill appointments for Ohioans currently eligible for the shot may offer appointments to anyone 16 years old or older. Ohioans between 16 and 39 years old are scheduled to become eligible Monday for the vaccine. Governor DeWine said health officials, particularly in the rural parts of the state, are sometimes having difficulty filling appointments and, quote, what we don't want is any slots not filled, end quote. A recent estimate from the Ohio Department of Health says as much as 20% of appointments for that vaccine are going unfilled across the state. President Joe Biden will be in Columbus tomorrow for one of his stops on a tour highlighting health care costs and the American Rescue Plan. Tracy Townsend reports. Mayor Andrew Ginther says he's looking forward to welcoming President Biden. I'm very excited. You know, uh, anytime uh, we have the leader of the free world come into our community and we get to show off what's going on here in Columbus. But I think, you know, if the president could come here and see what's happening here and with all of our partnerships around the community, the work that we're doing to vaccinate folks, uh, his leadership in this crisis and a chance to thank you for the rescue plan. The White House has not released specific information about the visit. I'm Tracy Townsend. To the northwest of Columbus, a man is dead after reportedly suffering a medical emergency during an altercation following a traffic stop. Clay Gordon has the details. It happened Saturday night in Bell Fountain. Police say they attempted to pull over a man on East High Avenue. According to BPD, a violent altercation occurred when trying to get the man out of his vehicle, injuring one officer. A canine unit arrived first as backup, and the man was bidden by the canine before being detained. Police say while the man was handcuffed, he suffered a medical emergency. Paramedics gave him Narcan, and he was later pronounced dead at a local hospital. I'm Clay Gordon. A burglary suspect died after being shot by a police officer in suburban Toledo early yesterday morning. Michael Tater says the investigation is ongoing. Sylvania Township Police Officer Kyle Andrews, who has eight years in law enforcement, caught up with the suspect. Police say he told the officer he had a weapon and reached for his waistband. Officer Andrews fired multiple shots, striking and killing the man. In the end, there was no weapon recovered. It was just the suspect telling the officer that he had one. Sylvania Township does not currently have body cameras, but Chief Long says BCI is investigating the shooting and the use of force. Michael Tater, WTOL 11. A former judge has been tapped to become the next chair of the Public Utilities Commission of Ohio. ONN's Eric Brown reports. Governor Mike DeWine has selected Jennifer French to succeed Sam Randazzo. Randazzo resigned in November, days after FBI agents searched his Columbus town home, an Akron-based First Energy Corporation, and revealed company top executives had paid him over $4 million to end a consulting contract. 
French, a Republican, lost her bid for re-election for a Franklin County judgeship in November. She worked previously as a civil litigator and as a Columbus Suburban Council member. Eric Brown, ONN News. Ohio University plays again tonight following Saturday's huge upset win over defending national champion Virginia in the NCAA tournament, but the celebrating has school officials concerned if that Cinderella run continues. Clay Gordon has more. Social media videos circulated, a large crowds swarming the streets with many not wearing masks and no social distancing there. A university spokesperson says, quote, we asked the students to follow public health guidance, including wearing a mask, maintaining a safe physical distance from others, and limiting gas gatherings to 10 people or fewer. Students are required to follow the student code of conduct and any violation could result in expulsion. I'm Clay Gordon. Even as the vaccine gets into the arms of more and more people, mask wearing is not going away anytime soon. Molly Brewer has more with Debbie Neo, who heads a company who makes them. Neo PPE, a mask making company in Columbus, says they're making sure they're ready to supply schools and workplaces. Because we're opening back up doesn't mean this pandemic's over. It means there'll be more crowds, people will be in public more, which to some extent people are relieved about. But, you know, we still want to remain protected. The CDC says they're still learning if COVID 19 vaccines will keep people from spreading the disease. Until that's known, the CDC recommends you continue wearing your mask in public places. I'm Molly Brewer. AstraZeneca said today that its COVID-19 vaccine provides strong protection against sickness and eliminated hospitalizations and deaths from the disease across all age groups in a late-stage study. ONN's Dave James reports. AstraZeneca said its experts did not identify any safety concerns related to the vaccine and found no increased risk of rare blood clots identified in Europe. Although AstraZeneca's vaccine has been authorized in more than 50 countries, it has not yet been given the green light in the U.S. and has struggled to gain public trust. The company says the vaccine had a 79% efficacy rate at preventing symptomatic COVID-19 and was 100% effective in stopping severe disease and hospitalization, though it has not yet published full data. Dave James, I went in news. And a fire aboard a tractor-trailer Sunday east of Cleveland destroyed something that's become precious cargo during the pandemic. Michael Kelly has the story. COVID-19 made it one of the hardest things to find its stores in 2020. The Willoughby Fire Department says a semi-hauling paper towels caught fire on the eastbound lanes of Interstate 90 Sunday night. According to their Facebook page, it happened at an underpass backing up traffic for miles until a towing company could clear the scene. No word on damage estimates. Michael Kelly, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.